All right, so we begin at the top of 18, Yudchet, uh, and uh, we had, uh, had a discussion uh, uh, how it would be uh, with a uh, uh, you know, d- different, it says, uh, uh, we, we're busy trying to prove, we, we said that a Nitzah, uh, a slave who's had his ear pierced and, and bored to the door, and also one who uh, is sold to a non-Jew, uh, serves neither the son nor the daughter, and we'd proved it, uh, we'd, uh, we'd proved the, the, the Nitzah, and now uh, the, the the non-Jew, we'd said, uh, you know, how, how does it go? So the, the, the verse said, Chishav al right? And that, that teaches to, that he only, uh, it says he should uh, come along and do a cheshbon, do some kind of uh, 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 a, a calculation uh, with his um, uh, with his purchaser, and we said, but not with the heirs of his purchaser. And we got into a whole discussion, uh, you know, how, how we know that non-Jews uh, inherit from their father. Rav had given uh, an opinion over there, and we said, listen, even a convert uh, from a rabbinical perspective, uh, even if his father and his brother wasn't Jewish, he still inherits from his father, uh, and and that was that. And and uh, we said that uh, uh, was the the reason from that. And he said, but uh, from uh, and, and then we gave uh, the example of uh, uh, you know if, if he inherits uh, money and uh, uh, sorry you know, if, if he borrows money uh, and then he dies uh, a convert that borrowed money and then died uh, do you pay it back to his heirs and we said the rabbis uh, weren't sure uh, about that if that was a good thing or not a good thing and we said the rabbis did say it was a good thing and we said we, that was uh, where the conception and the birth were, were not in holiness and here yeah, where the conception uh, was not in, in, in uh, when he was Jewish but the birth was when he was Jewish so that was where uh, our, our sugya had taken us. So now uh, we carry on uh, with the same kind of idea for a short little while. Rav Chia, Ba'avin Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Nochri Yoreshet Aviv Divar Torah. It says uh, from uh, the Torah perspective, a, a non-Jew uh, inherits from his father. If they're both non-Jews, uh, there is inheriting from the father. Dictiv, how do I know that from? Ki Yarsha Leisav Natatiet Hasir. It says Yerusha Leisav Natatiet Hasir. I gave. Asav uh, 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 to Asav as an inheritance. All right, so that, that is uh, the verse that we do over there. And the Gemara's question. Uh, about that oh, that uh, is, uh, uh, you know, that, that's it. It says, No, uh, you know, we, we assumed here yeah, that Asav uh, is a non-Jew, uh, but maybe he's what's known as a Yisrael Mumar, right? Uh, really is uh, Jewish, uh, but he just uh, behaved in a very non-Jewish way. And, and afterwards, he, you know, he married out and stuff like that, and, then, and therefore his children uh, aren't uh, Jewish. So maybe he's, uh, he actually is a Yisrael Mumar. Elamiyacha, lot natati it are Yerusha, and uh, the, the proof is from uh, a verse in the beginning of Parshat Devarim, where it says, "I've given Ar uh, to the children of Lot as an inheritance." And obviously, the children of Lot uh, were always uh, non-Jewish. All right, and Rav Kiva Avin, Ma'atayma Law, you know, Ama Karava. Why didn't he say like Rava? Because Rava had said he had to work it out, as as mentioned in the brief introduction uh, and, and yesterday at length uh, where we said you have to do the cheshbon uh, with your uh, with, with, a, with a purchaser and it says it says 
Uh, it doesn't say specifically you have to do uh, a reckoning with your uh, the purchaser and not uh, the, the heirs of the purchaser. Uh, it doesn't specifically say that. It's inferred uh, from there, granted, uh, but it's not explicit. Uh, why doesn't Rava hold like Rabbi Chia He doesn't hold like Mishum Kavodo Davram Shani. He said, no, uh, the reason is because uh, maybe because of the honor of Avram is different. Uh, it could be uh, that maybe because of Avram uh, and and uh, Avram was promised that his descendants will inherit, um, you know, and and and, and be as numerous as the, uh, the the sand in the sea. So that could include uh, people possibly uh, like Asaph, and it was given to his, his members of his family uh, just for Avram's honour. Uh, but maybe it wouldn't apply to uh, non-Jews in general. All right, uh, moving on. Tanrabanan Yesh Bevri Shain Bevriya. We quote a brighter uh, and on the face of it, the brighter seems very strange because uh, it seemingly contradicts uh, what we've learned. All right? uh, and we say there are, are things, uh, we'll, we'll explain it and we'll reconcile it uh, in, uh, shortly thereafter. So we say, yes, uh, every there are things with a male uh, Hebrew slave, uh, that are uh, and um, they don't apply uh, to each other. They don't apply to a female. So uh, laws of a male don't apply to a female. Uh, okay, so that, that's not surprising. And uh, there are laws of a female that don't apply to a male. All right, so uh, let's give the examples. Right, uh, normal male Hebrew slaves. Uh, he finishes off uh, with six years and he leaves uh, when Yovel comes along and and he, and he leaves uh, if the master dies. Masha ain can be Ivriya. And we said that's not the case uh, with, uh, uh, with Ivriya, with a female uh, maidservant, which is very surprising because uh, we've been learning over the last few days that absolutely uh, these would also apply to her. So, you know, just uh, uh, don't get too surprised yet. We'll, uh, uh, don't get too worried yet. Uh, we'll reconcile it shortly. Yes, Ivriya, Shara Ivriya, Yotzat, Besimanim. Vaino nimkeret venishnais, and a Hebrew, um, uh, a Jewish uh, maid servant, she comes along and she uh, leaves uh, once she hits puberty, uh, and also uh, she cannot be sold uh, for a second time. Umafdin ota barkocha, and we can force her uh, to. Uh, re- I mean, we can force uh, her redemption uh, against his will. Okay, the Gemara is going to say, who's the he? Uh, in this thing, uh, in the, in this statement. Anyway, Marsha and Cain Bevri, and that uh, can't be said uh, for a male. Uh, Jewish maidservant. All right, so uh, that is, um, you know, what, uh, uh, what, what, you know, what, what, what the, uh, uh, that's the, uh, the discussion over there. And now uh, the Gemara uh, comes along and says, "Listen, Amamak, uh, it says, what about uh, these things? You've said there are certain things that apply only to a male, uh, a Jewish slave, uh, and uh, and not to a female uh, Jewish slave. Rumini, what about our Mishnah? You know, our Mishnah." Had said, uh, we'd quoted all those things uh, with, uh, you know, uh, the, um, 
if you finish your uh, six-year period, if you if the Yovel comes along uh, and 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 that, and it says the same thing applies uh, with the, with the, with the Hebrew uh, slave woman. Okay, but uh, the, there's one other added thing onto it. We added on simanim. Uh, so we see all the things do apply uh, to a Jewish uh, maid maid servant as well. The same way uh, that they apply uh, to a male slave as well. So I'm a Rav Sheshit. So Rav Sheshit said, actually, uh, what are we talking about here? Um, <clears throat> Uh, we are talking about uh, that uh, the, the, the master uh, uh, did yield uh, with this woman. As we mentioned uh, many times, we're going to discuss it now uh, a little bit more fully. Well, not now, maybe towards the end of the duff. Uh, we are going to discuss it uh, in, 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 a, in a fuller thing. It's going to go on to tomorrow's duff, the discussion as well. It's where you did yield with her. So you designated her to marry him uh, during, that, uh, during the initial period of six years uh, when, you were, when you sold it. So obviously then, uh, what what happens is she becomes a wife uh, and then once she becomes a wife uh, it doesn't make a difference uh, what happens with uh, you know when a time period is is finished or six years are finished doesn't make a difference uh, with uh, the oval and also uh, if um, uh, the the master dies uh, as well you know that's it so uh, she, she, you know because now she's his wife so the Gomorrah says Yadab Shitsa surely that's obvious if he designates her because now she's fully married uh, to him uh, because and, and get her me by get her by uh, she would need a get uh, to be divorced uh, from him. Uh, so the Gemara says, No, what might you have thought? No, maybe, otherwise you would say, uh, you know, even uh, this could be, this is not a, a proper marriage per se. Uh, it's just a, uh, I don't know, like a temporary marriage. And you might think uh, that you could even apply these halachas uh, to her. So even after she's been designated, um, you might think that uh, it's a second-class marriage and she could be uh, um, divorced uh, you know, or, or considered that you know, the marriage ends uh, automatically after uh, a certain time period. Uh, and it says, Milan, no, uh, it's a fully-fledged marriage uh, and she's got all the rights uh, of a uh, fully-fledged Wife. Uh, so, but we said uh, that, that she goes out uh, with signs of uh, puberty. How, you know, how, how can you read that? No, what we say now, we kind of change our tune. You say the first part of the brighter uh, must be talking about Yehud uh, and designating her. Uh, so that's why it's different from a male, that she doesn't go out with any of those things. However, uh, if uh, the, uh, the, the, in the second part of the brighter, uh, it says if does she, go, she does go out uh, with uh, Simanim if she wasn't, uh, didn't have Yehud uh, done with her. Okay, so that is how we reconcile that. Normally we don't like uh, to say that the first part of the brighter is talking about one uh, case and the second part of the brighter is talking about another. But here uh, we've got no choice. All right, one of the other things the Brata said, it says that once a Jewish maidservant is, is, is sold, she's not sold a second time. Is that, uh, that surely that implies uh, that a slave, a male one, uh, it can be sold numerous times, okay, uh, more than once, you know, uh, uh, it says, uh, we have a Brata uh, that, uh, that, that says, talking about uh, this, this 
slave, uh, this Hebrew slave that is sold, right at the beginning of Parashat Mishpatim, uh, it says, uh, uh, you sell him for his uh, theft, all right, his theft, uh, and it's his theft, and, uh, and uh, it's got to be uh, that the guy cannot pay back the capital. Normally what happens is, is that if someone steals something, uh, they not only have to pay back uh, the capital amount, but they have to pay a penalty uh, of uh, another uh, amount. So if a person sold 100, uh, then he has to s- s- uh, pay back 200. Uh, that's called kofel, uh, and um, you, have to, you have to do that. That's part of the laws of uh, being a thief. All right, uh, if you deny, okay, it's, it's a whole discussion. We're not going to get into it now, uh, but um, uh, exactly the parameters of it, it's not necessary for doing it. But uh, the, what we have to take out from this Gomorrah right now uh, if, is that uh, if the person can pay back the 100, but he hasn't got money uh, to pay back uh, the additional amount, uh, then uh, he does not get sold. It's only if he doesn't even have enough money uh, to pay back uh, the capital amount, the original capital, uh, then he gets sold. We're going to have our tour. Another thing we learned from Geneva Tor, Velo Bezamamo. Right? Uh, and, and also uh, for his theft, but not to pay uh, if he was an aid zomain. Right? If he was a witness uh, that uh, lied about his testimony and uh, tried to get someone else uh, into uh, trouble and he's found out uh, that he himself was in a, uh, another place at the time and he could not have seen what he claims to be seen, we punish him uh, with what he wanted to get uh, the other uh, person uh, involved in. So let's say uh, that, that guy says, you know, it, it, it doesn't have the money uh, to pay uh, that let's say you try to make someone else uh, pay a hundred and he doesn't have that hundred, uh, then uh, he, he's also not sold as a slave. Uh, third thing, uh, we learn uh, um, uh, with this, uh, so that's it. Uh, once he's sold once, uh, he cannot be sold again. All right? He's, he's theft, uh, not his uh, thefts in plural. All right? So that is the, the that that third part of the brata uh, is important for us. It seems that even a male um, uh, slave cannot be sold more than once. Amarava Rava says, uh, listen, let me uh, answer that. Law kasha kan b'ganeva, chad kan b'shtay ganevot. It says, no, uh, it's one where it's talking about one theft. He stole a large uh, amount of money, but he can't uh, pay, pay back even the capital, okay? And then, uh, th- then he can't be sold uh, a second time to, to work again uh, to pay back uh, the capital ever. Uh, where in, in the brighter where it says he could be uh, sold again uh, we, uh, the implication that he could be sold again means uh, that he sold, stole and then he was sold and then uh, he paid it back and then he went ahead and stole again uh, that is how Rava works it out um, Amalei Abai says, listen, <coughs> um, when you say for his theft, it uh, doesn't mean, uh, it, uh, it doesn't have to say for his thefts, uh, for his theft uh, could even mean uh, more than one theft. Tuva mashma, it could even mean uh, more than one. Uh, you know, guys say the guy is a thief. It doesn't mean that he's only been a thief once. It means it could be a constant thief. Uh, and that's, that's the same idea uh, with that. So it means he could constantly steal. You don't say he's a th- uh, thieves. Uh, you know, that's uh, it's, it's a 
strange way of doing it. You, you just refer to it in the singular. So the same thing, yeah, could even mean more than one. Ella, I'm a bias. So bias says, I've got a different way. Law, uh, kasha, to reconcile it, no problem. Can, badam echad, can, bishnei badam. Really what can happen is that you, you stole from one person, you got sold, and you repaid it back, and then you went and sold from a second person. Uh, and that uh, is that. So now, uh, so now let's just uh, do some numbers over here. Tanner Rabbanan, Gnevator, Elif, Vashavia Kamesh, Ma'ot. What happens if you sold a thousand uh, and a slave is only worth 500? Uh, so what you do, Nimkar, Vukhazar, Vanimkar, the first opinion holds, uh, then uh, he is sold and then sold again. So he's worth 500 and then you sell him, he works off the 500, and then you sell him again uh, to work off the other 500 to get him a thousand. However, in the opposite case, uh, uh, it says, Kamesh, Ma'ot, Vashavia Elif, uh, if he is, uh, if he's only stole 500 uh, and he's worth a thousand, uh, then uh, he's not sold at all uh, in that instance uh, because uh, he outweighs uh, the, the the theft uh, that he did. So now we get quite a surprising thing. Rebeliezer says, "Listen, Nimkaro, If he if he uh, stole, uh, you know, only if he stole." Um, exactly what he's worth, i.e. Uh, he is worth a thousand and he st- steals a thousand, then you can sell him, nimkar, vim lav, eno nimkar, if it's not, if it's higher or lower, uh, then he is not sold. Amar Rava, and Rava comments about that, uh, he says, in this case, Rabbi Lazar seems to be uh, better than the rabbis, uh, and more logical, why? Demai, shna, genevator, chamesh mort v'shavi elev. What's the difference if he's worth 500 and he stole, uh, sorry, if he's worth, if he stole 500 and he's worth 1,000? De'en nimkar, you can't, uh, he's worth more than that. De'emimkar, kulo, amarachmana, v'lo chetio. It says he should be sold, genevator, right, uh, for his theft, uh, not for half of his theft, or he should be sold, all of him, and not half of him. Okay, and that's it. Hakenami, the same thing. Uh, even in the other case, Nimkar, Beganevato, Amrachmana, you should be sold for his theft uh, and not Avlo Nimkar, Bekheti, Ganevato, and not for half his theft. In other words, uh, so even in the case of where he's only worth 500 and he stole for 1,000, you can't sell him and then sell him again uh, because you are selling him uh, for uh, part of his theft uh, the first time. So it seems that uh, Rebeliezer says, listen, it's only in the unlikely case of, uh, of a guy. Uh, stealing exactly what he is worth. All right, uh, that uh, is that. And now we move on to the other part of the brata, Pijonan, Otan Bar Koko. You can redeem uh, this, this female slave against his will. So who's the he? Uh, you can redeem her against the will of the master. Uh, even if he doesn't want it, you can come along and redeem it. Amalai Abaya. Abaya says, no, uh, could be. Uh, why do you, uh, you know, how do you uh, do such a thing? It says, uh, So what happens is the person that's coming along uh, to uh, redeem her, um, and uh, uh, that uh, and, and, and and what's going to happen? Uh, it, it says uh, you're writing him a document uh, to, to 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 say, listen, I will uh, pay you uh, for this. Am I? Uh, why do you say that? Naked, maginita be a chaspa. He's holding this pearl uh, in his hand, and you give him uh, a worthless piece of pottery shard. Okay, uh, because really uh, the guy's got someone uh, that is working for him at the moment, and a guy comes along and says, listen, I'll pay you. Back 
back at a later point in time. The guy's going to say, you, you know, are you, uh, are you, are you, are you silly? Uh, so therefore, uh, that that can't be, uh, you know, forcing against his will. Why, why would he accept such a thing? You can't. Why would you be able to force that? That's unfair. Ella, I'm a bias. So bias got a different uh, understanding of this part of the brata. Bar Kocha Dav. He says you can be redeemed even against uh, the against the wishes of her uh, of her father. Because of the embarrassment uh, that it's causing uh, to the family that this, this girl has been sold. It's quite an embarrassing thing uh, that uh, you know one of your uh, cousins uh, or your niece or whatever it happens to be has been sold into slavery. It's embarrassing. It's not nice. Uh, and therefore, uh, you can force her to do it. Uh, and even though uh, the father has, has, has gone now, uh, you know, so there are two different ways of, of saying this. Like either they force the father to redeem her and he loses the money uh, for what he sold. The whole point is he sold his daughter into slavery and he got some money. Uh, so they could force him uh, to do it. Or else maybe what they can do again uh, is... Um, uh, they, they, they force him, the father, to redeem her as much as possible. It could be uh, that someone else comes along and redeems her, but then uh, that uh, because they're embarrassed. I don't know why the father would object to that because he's got the cash. But anyway, so it would seem probably, probably uh, that they force the father to redeem her and lose the money that he thought he had. Iyaki, Evid Evri Nami. If that's the case, you should, why don't we do that with an Evid Evri, uh, a male, uh, uh, a Hebrew um, ma- male servant. Why don't you do that as well? Um, uh, we could force uh, this guy uh, because of the embarrassment to the family. Uh, if you do that, uh, he's then going to go back and sell himself. Uh, and that, that's how, what he's going to do. Every time uh, the guy goes along and he, and he sells himself, if you, uh, if you force the family to redeem him, uh, then uh, he's going to go and sell himself again. It's like a money-making uh, a way for him to make money. Okay, uh, and that's it. So, uh, but surely, yeah, uh, if you, the, the, the guy's got a, a sale, what happens is uh, the father goes back and sells her again. Uh, surely he can do that. And that's exactly uh, what we, we learned in the Brahms. He's not allowed uh, to go along and sell her and then resell her a second time. Umani, who is that? Rabbi uh, Shimoni. Uh, that's Rabbi Shimon's view. Uh, Tanya, uh, as we learned in Rata Mocha, Adam et Bitol Ishot Vashone. There's a Brata that says, you're allowed to sell your daughter in marriage, and then if she gets divorced, uh, you could go back uh, in, and, and, uh, or, or widowed, okay? You could uh, um, re engage her as well, assuming that she's still underage over here. Ishot Acha Shivkut, and what happens is, uh, if your daughter, you sold your daughter as a slave uh, girl, and then she comes back. Uh, to her father's house at puberty, you'd be allowed to sell her again because he's allowed to sell her until 10 and a half, uh, 12 and a half. Uh, so what he can do, uh, he can marry her off uh, again. Uh, once she's already been properly married, uh, then you cannot sell her as a slave. Uh, that is uh, the Tanakama. However, Rabbi Shimon, Omar, uh, Rabbi Shimon says, listen, uh, uh, the same way you cannot sell your daughter into slavery after marriage, you cannot sell your daughter repeatedly uh, in, um, uh, to, as a slave, uh, you know, one after the other. And the Gemara says, uh, 
And this machloket is like the following machloket tanya, as we learned in a brat vigdoba, right? Right at the beginning of parashat mishpatim, it says you it says you got no power to sell her to a foreign people because you have dealt with her bevigdoba, right? Bevigdoba, and it seems it seems you know there are going to be two understandings of of this word vigdoba of what does bevigdoba mean? You know, seemingly we could translate it as uh, you know, he's bevigdoba. Uh, um, okay, so let's just leave it as bevigdoba without actually uh, coming along and uh, and doing it. It says kevan shuv So once the master has spread his garments over. Okay, so now the word bigdo. Uh, what we do, we could read that as a, a derivative of the word beged. Okay, so once he spread his cloak over her, i.e., uh, said that she's going to be a wife, uh, then uh, then she is. Uh, the, the father uh, is no longer able to sell her. Uh, that is what Rabbi Akiva says. Rabbi Eliezer says, listen, sorry, he says, really means because he's treated her and uh, deceitfully uh, done with her or treacherously, dealt treacherously with her because there's not a nice thing to do uh, for a father to go along and sell his daughter and earn cash uh, from the proceeds. Uh, so, you know, he's, once he's done that once, uh, he's only not allowed to do that again. All right? He can't sell again. So now, Bamak and Mifli, what are they arguing uh, about? Um, and that's it. Rebbe Leza Savar, Yesh Aim Lemosorit. says, really, uh, what we have to do is uh, the way uh, you write the word. And uh, because the way the word is written uh, and uh, is, is important, therefore, it looks uh, like it's written Bavagdo. You could have read it, uh, read it as uh, Bavagdo, right? Uh, that's Rebbe who says that it looks like um, uh, that he's treated her in a uh, deceitful way uh, and, and, and a treacherous way. Uh, so that's how he uh, learns that. So it's really uh, the, the, the way uh, the word verse is written is important. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, Yesh Aim Lemikra. It's how you read it, uh, in how you read it. It says Bavigdo uh, sounds like the word uh, Bavigdo. Means meaning beggared, meaning item of clothing. Okay, and and that's it. So he says uh, once uh, the, 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 there's been a beggared spread over, which is actually interesting because uh, that's one of the ideas of chuppah uh, is that uh, a woman comes under uh, the wedding canopy. It's like the, the husband uh, spreading over this uh, uh, the, this roof over her. So she's come under uh, his into his house, as it were, uh, under his clothing because uh, this item on top is is, is like that. So therefore. Uh, uh, then she's not allowed, you know, that, that's, that's uh, anyway, uh, could be uh, the bedecking as well, also, that, you know, ideas uh, with that, he covers her uh, with, uh, with, with this item of clothing, anyway, uh, but that, that's, that's, you know, in brackets. Okay, Rabbi Shimon Savar, uh, going back to our topic, Rabbi Shimon holds, Yesh Aim Lemikra Rabbi Shimon holds that both uh, are important and, and really, uh, she can't be sold as a slave after she's been taken as a wife and she can't be sold again after uh, she's been sold once. It's, it's both uh, treacherous and uh, uh, as well as the beggar. All right, so now, Ba'amine Rav Avua. So now, what we ask Rav Avua, he asked the following question. Okay, uh, so that well, once we've derived that, and so now, uh, once we're talking about Yehud, uh, uh, we, we come along and start discussing it a bit more, as we said. Um, 
No soon or so Irison or say. or say or Irison or say. What does it do? Uh, we had a similar kind of idea uh, with Bia where the Bia uh, 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 comes along and um, uh, does both stages of uh, Kedushin as well as Nusuin, uh, the initial stage and then the final stage. And this the situation of Yahud, how does that uh, 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 is it only done? Uh, is it does it fully affect Nusuin or is it just uh, the first stage? Is it the second stage as well or just uh, the first stage? Now, and we just give the same uh, practical difference as uh, we uh, we had uh, with all the others. Latama la etc. And we say like uh, you know if he does he inherit her property uh, if you know if she, if she dies uh, if you know if she's fully married then yes if she's not fully married then no uh, and if uh, if she he is a coin uh, does he have to become impure to bury her uh, if he's uh, if, if she's fully married to him then yes he's got an obligation if not uh, then no. Okay, so we say, my, what is halakha? Uh, tashma. And we use the word bevigdoba uh, again. So bevigdoba, kevan, shiprash, teletua, lea, shuv, anurashai, Once he spread his uh, cloak over her, uh, then the father can no longer sell her, uh, which seems to imply, uh, it says, hi, yuda, yaidla. So that must mean that uh, he's done. Um, can't sell afterward, but he can designate her uh, if he, you know, uh, um, uh, the, the, you know, designate her for someone else uh, if he dies or divorces her. Uh, so, if you would say that she's fully married, if that's a full uh, marriage, you know, it must be, you know, once she's fully married, then the father's got no right over her. It must be from here, it must only be uh, the first stage of Arisin, okay, uh, the the first stage of betrothal. Uh, that is uh, the, the the first opinion. Uh, no, here we are talking uh, a normal kedushin, uh, not uh, if you sell your daughter as a maid servant. Hakikama, uh, and this is what it is saying. Kavan Really, uh, once you've sold uh, her to someone, you gave her, uh, engaged her uh, to someone, uh, you got the money, uh, you got the, the Kedushin money, uh, and it's someone to going to give her food, her clothing, uh, and onata. Uh, Right, uh, and, and, and uh, uh, conjugal rights as well. Shuv, and Mokra. Then only afterwards he can't sell her again. So, really, that, that the brata could be explained in that way. Bevigdoba, it's like, you know, part of clothing, and uh, he, he's there, he has to provide her clothing uh, with her, uh, uh, for her. So, that uh, once he's done that, then he can't sell her again. So, that's got nothing uh, to do with what we are trying to work out. So, now, Tashma, we try again. Ain Mokra, Lakrovim. It says your father can't sell his daughter as a maidservant to relatives uh, if she's not allowed to have relations with him because then uh, Yayud is precluded. You should, they, they're not allowed to do Yayud because they are related to her. Amru, uh, in the name of Rabbi Lezer, it says, no, you are allowed to sell her uh, to Krovim, uh, to relatives. Vashavin, and everyone agrees that they could sell her to a Kohen Gadol even though she's a widow or to a normal uh, uh, Kohen, uh, if she's a divorcee, even though uh, she wouldn't be allowed uh, to marry these people, uh, technically uh, the, the marriage would go ahead. Uh, it's not totally impossible. So it's a technically uh, it would be okay uh, to, to get married to them, even though it would be an asset. Hi, Amana, exactly what are the situation of this girl that's a widow? You said if she's a widow, widow, Lekwain Gadol, all right. And it says, Ilayma uh, de 
Kaddish Nafsha, uh, if she went ahead and she engaged her herself while she was thinking, Almana, uh, Almana Karila, uh, you know, why is she called a widow? Because she, you know, she's a katan, uh, katana uh, when she does such a thing underage. Uh, why? Uh, she, you know, she's not considered his wife at all. Ella de Katcha Aviam, if her father uh, accepted Kudushan on her, Bob Mima Zabenda, could he come along and uh, uh, sell her again? Uh, but we learned, uh, a person cannot sell his daughter uh, as a slave after uh, marriage. And uh, so, you know, so, so how, could, how could this work, uh, right? Uh, and it says, Amma, Rav Avram, Amma Rabbi Yitzchak, so Rav Avram said that uh, Rabbi Yitzchak uh, says in this situation, Hacha, So really what this, this is about, we're talking a woman uh, that was, um, uh, that was, uh, divorced or became widowed, widowed from Yayud. Okay, Alma Valiba Drabiosi Brabiuda, and this goes like Rabiosi Rabiuda, who says the Alma Maota Rishona love Lekudushin Nitnu. Okay, up until now we've we've been following the opinion uh, that says that Yayud. What is the, the description of Yayud? Yayud is where uh, the father uh, gets the money uh, for uh, selling his daughter into slavery. And then uh, that, uh, the, the leftover of that money, you know, let's say she was sold for six years and it was 600. Uh, two years into it, uh, she's worked off the 200. And then he says, no, with the, with the other money, uh, the extra 400 uh, that I don't have to... Uh, uh, so, uh, the original money, uh, that 600, you know, now it's actually just 400 uh, that, that's left, uh, that's going to be used, um, you know, for the payment of the work. So we, we've explained it up until now uh, that that is the, the Kedushin money. Uh, and, uh, and, and here we say no. Uh, that's, uh, here we say no, that it's not in this situation. It wasn't given for the purpose of Kedushin. It was just given the purposes of work. Or say, if you would say, however, uh, that it is, uh, it is married, then it says, So once she is fully married, uh, then her father's got no right over her. So the Gemara says, uh, how would you look at it otherwise? If you would look at it, that it only accomplishes um, uh, uh, the first thing, betrothal. So then why did it, did it say uh, that they, 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 all, they, they, could, uh, they, and they agree that he could sell her? In that situation, uh, it says because you cannot sell your daughter as a slave after she's been married. So what can you say? Shiny Arisin Arisin Davia. Her Arisin that that she does is different from Arisin uh, from her father. If it's only because the master was given her, uh, you know, uh, the master gave her additional money, uh, like cold, like Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yuda. Uh, the, the the fact is that you can't sell your daughter into slavery after. Engagement doesn't doesn't apply. Uh, so the says, but it's the same thing. Even if you'd say uh, then it's nisuin shani nisuin dida minisuin davia, and you could also say whether nisuin of a father and nisuin of her is the same. Uh, and uh, and the Gemara challenges us. It says, hi money, uh, hi my. How can you compare the two? Bishlama erusin erusin shani. We could say that there's a difference between uh, the the first stage, the the betrothal uh, with the father's consent, and where you just give the money to her. 
her. Uh, it says, Okay, because then the father could possibly sell her uh, a second time because he, you know, uh, it, it, she was involved as opposed to him. Uh, that's it. The father could sell her to another man if it, it gets uh, divorced. Ella, with regard to marriage, from another marriage, uh, it says, Me, Shani, uh, is, is it different? You know, surely she's uh, fully released uh, from it. Uh, it says, Rav Nachman, by Yitzhak, Ama Afilu, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yuda, Amar Tirishona, Lekudushin Nitnu. Now going to the court opinion, uh, we want to ask according to Rav Nachman Yitzhak, who said the son of Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yuda, uh, the that, uh, that what about the original money? Uh, we say the original money of Yehud, which is often how we explain it, was uh, given. Uh, for uh, the, the sake of uh, engagement, what you do is you just say, listen, uh, the money that I gave you was for the sake of engagement. Yes, there was a little bit worked off, uh, etc., but I'm using that. You don't have to give additional money uh, to the thing. Uh, how would he understand uh, this brighter that a father could sell a widow daughter? Uh, he would hold like Rebeliezer. He says, He cannot sell her uh, for slavery after slavery, uh, but he says, he is able uh, to sell her into slavery uh, after uh, uh, marriage as well. All right, and that, uh, that is that, and that's how we would understand that. And that uh, brings us to the end of the, th- uh, of the daf. Everyone should have a great day.